Justin. Yes, sir. We today have gathered here to talk Roman Reigns. It has been a Roman Reigns week. First, we will go through. We're not going to go too deeply into the week that was or the last two weeks that were. We're going to talk about the programs in general heading into Mania. We're going to get a little bit of who we think will win, who we think should win. Then we're going to dive into Roman, Cody, and what we think of this particular aspect of the Roman story since he turned heel and stacked up The Fiend and Braun Strowman, which seems like a long time ago. COVID, and then we will discuss the rain itself. And as we, I, I don't know what you believe. I believe it's coming to an end. When we get to that point, we will discuss if it ends where he should go, or and if it in if it doesn't end, maybe it shouldn't. Maybe Cody's not the right guy to end this. Maybe it should be Sammy. Maybe it should be. Jay, I, I don't know. You know, you, I don't know what your ideas are, and that's why I didn't ask you about it purposely before we started this. And we're going to do all that. You ready? Yes, sir. Then we're going to do all that after this. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form. Of theater in the round. And now, go home eat. Start off with what is obviously the single most important match in wrestling history as the greatest luchador of all time wrestles an up and coming superstar, a third generation superstar, for maybe for maybe fourth, Eddie Ray, both being second generation or more superstars. I would say he's at least a sixth generation superstar. Dom Mysterio. I, I, I like that math. This math lesson brought to you by Scott Steiner and the Steiner brothers. That's right. I learned everything I needed to know about math with impact wrestling. <laughs> Luckily back then it was TNA wrestling. Yes. For the moms. They could figure that out. Mom, can I watch TNA? No. No. I heard, I can't remember who it was. One of the old school bookers was like, I don't understand how stupid they were making the name that. Well, you got to ask yourself, how stupid is Jeff Jarrett? Well, but two, they were going for, they wanted to be on Spike. Yes. Which was playing itself as a racy thing. Yeah, so, the show was on there. Product placement. Yes. Product yeah. placement. All right. So, what do you think about the program heading in? Jeff Jarrett's terrible. Oh, oh, I mean, about this. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dom DeLuise, great actor. Yes. Dom Mysterio, pretty good wrestler. But this whole program has been great, no doubt. Right. I loved I loved even the way, and as soon as mom and daughter were there last night, I knew how they were going to get them into the match. Right. Because the, the, it's the oldest story, you know. You can mess with me. You can mess with me. You raised your voice at your mom, though. You right. can punch me, you can kick me, you can do all that stuff, but you raised your voice at your mama. Now I gotta now now I gotta whoop you. Right. You know. A story as old as time itself. It it is. And I'm telling you, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a story everybody understands. Mm -hmm. If you're a guy, you probably have a moment you remember from your childhood where you thought you were ready. Mm -hmm. Found out you weren't. 
we can all kind of sympathize with Dom there. And also, too, I think everybody's had that moment where you might not have yelled at your mom, but you said something in a tone that you knew, wait a minute, what am I doing? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. What am I doing? You know, that's 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 not how this goes. No. You can you and your dad can yell back and forth. That's fine. Okay, that's one thing. Not your mom. Right. I get it. <laughs> Who wins this program? Oh, you know what? I think the right move would be Dominic to win, actually. And and that's hard for me to say. But I think, you know, Dominic's got something going here with the the, the judgment day. Mm-hmm. I, Obvious feel good answer for that match is let Ray win and yay. But Dominic's got a how long of a career in front of him now, probably. And I believe he will have a career now. It's a while ago that he would have a career. I think that kid's got a career in front of him. I mean, Thank- first round match, probably. Thank you, Rhea. Clap, 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 clap. Thank you, Rhea. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah. He has a career in front of him now because. They put him into a situation, and, and dude, Edge said it a couple weeks ago. You were better for this than I was to Finn, because yes. it it allowed the other Edge was always going to be out front. Yes, and Finn not only doesn't Edge doesn't necessarily even have to want to be out front. You just can't be in a faction with Edge unless you're Randy Orton and get equal yeah. billing. You know that's just not how it works. And and Finn is able to do it. I, I, I think I was going to do this differently, but I think we're going to shift a little bit because I do believe the Judgment Day needs to be grouped together with this mania because I think that their fates lie within each other and how they're booked in this in, in this show. So we'll slip into you know I don't know if my guy's doing anything. Um, Punishment Martinez, a Damian Priest. Yeah. Uh, if, if they put him in the battle royal, I think he needs to win it. Slim Diesel is what I like to call it. Yeah, and he's fantastic, and I, I'm I'm a little flustered that he doesn't have anything to do, but I would love to see him win that battle royal, and mm-hmm. kind of be you know, and then Dom were, were to win this match, then if we get the the Ripley Charlotte thing, what have you thought of the lead in? I I thought for that program they've done a good job. You know, I think Rhea has done a great job. And I think Charlotte done a – I hate to admit, she's done a good job. I'm not going to say great job, but she's done a good job. She's done a better job than most times. Well, here's the thing. It is hard for a character like Charlotte to reinvent the promos. Mm-hmm. She's pigeonholed a little bit. She has done well. She, she has me believing – you know, she went away for a long time and she came back and she has said both in interviews and in the ring, I I needed to get away. Now all I care about is WWE and this is my spot. This is where I need to be. My legacy matters to me. To me, she's won the championships. Where her legacy could matter the most is if she, and it probably isn't her call, but if she puts over Ripley. Mm-hmm. And creates different stories without a belt. Because that's something we haven't seen her do. We've seen her, and we'll get to this with with Roman's character even more so. But we've seen her be very important with a belt. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen her be very important without a belt. We've seen Becky do it. Mm-hmm. We've seen Bailey do it. Uh, I think we've seen Sasha do it. 
But of the horsewomen, she's the only one that's kind of had to have a belt or had to be chasing in order to be the one. And I think Ripley's been fantastic. I think the way they booked her into being a monster is fantastic. I just don't know where she goes if she loses this match. Yeah. And I will say this. What Charlotte ought to recognize, and I'm sure hopefully she does, is that part of longevity in wrestling is creating new rivalries. Right. With new wrestlers. So you become relevant because you're feuding with one of the new people. And And Go ahead. Barry Ripley, there's no feud. And if she beats, if she loses to Ripley, they're one and one in title matches. Exactly. You've got to do the rubber match. Which sounds like SummerSlam. Well, yeah. So, to, or Backlash. But I, w- I would push it off till SummerSlam unless somebody uh, becomes. Because I do think Bailey gets that. I've listened to Bailey talk to Ariel Hawani in. And, and she talked about how this whole damage control thing was a way for her to create a stronger division. She talked about how I want to make sure they get their WrestleMania moment, even if it means I'm in a triple threat match. And then here we go a month later, and she's in, and they're sharing the ring with legends. You know what I mean? And we'll get to that in just a second. But so we so we believe Ripley needs to win, and we think she yeah. will. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's go. <laughs> And I, I just noticed this, and this is just off off the cuff, but a little bit of how weird wrestling is. Mm-hmm. Rhea and Dominic working together is that it has turned them both around. I think it's just hilarious. But mm-hmm. who is who is Rhea Ripley dating? Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Who is Buddy Murphy pretend dating on television? Exactly. Exactly the sister. Right. 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 Do right. You th- they met hanging out like like Rhea and Dom, like because they had to be around Buddy pretending to be her boyfriend and stuff like that. Do you, I just wonder if they worked some of this stuff out and and thought it'd be you know because I, it's weird they ended up together. I don't know about that, but I would guarantee I I, I would like to think that they did in that scenario develop a rapport. Yeah, and and being comfortable with someone off stage makes it easier to be comfortable with them on stage. Yeah, and I, I I tell you the truth though, I don't know of anybody that doesn't seem to have a rapport with Ripley. Yeah, she seems to be fairly easy to be around. She does. Everybody, you don't hear you know behavior. You hear she's a good she's a good worker. She does what she's asked to do. She hustles, you know. Yeah, and she is a. I can't take my eyes off her. Mm-mm. I can't. Like I earlier today, I was trying to uh, just kind of fast forward through both episodes to see if there was anything I really wanted to hit on from the week, and I had to watch her promo and her match with Bailey. I, mm-hmm. I, I could not watch it. I'd already seen it. I could not watch yeah. it because I just like watching her work. I think she's a giving performer. I think she. Uh, I don't want to compare it to anybody. I, I just think that she is more horsewomen than anybody else. Hell in a Cell, Edge versus the Demon. The, the Devil and the Demon. Did you love the de- the Devil's promo last week on Raw? Oh, it's Edge, man. You're not going to... He don't do bad promos, man. Yeah, it, it was spectacular. What do you think about this match? I think this match could be low-key, like one of the, the low-key... Uh, like show stealer, because mm-hmm. you got two greats in there. 
man, I can't help but feel, though, that Finn needs to win this match. Edge probably will win this match, but I think Finn needs to win this match. If Edge has said, which I believe he did, that he's going to retire fairly soon, right right after Mania and after something else last year, he said SummerSlam or something, he said, you know, I'm not going to be wrestling much longer. This time next year when we're in wherever he's from, be my last day here. If all that's true, then his journey to giving up wrestling should start with a loss at Hell in a Cell to Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. And then some form of self-doubt, some quick... I've got my confidence. I want one more big one. I put somebody over and I walk out. Yeah. That makes the most sense. But what we just said is Judgment Day needs to win all their matches at Mania and odds are not good that they will win all their matches. Here's the thing, though, too. When I'm booking that match, they're saying that Theory versus Cena is going to go on first. And we know that Ripley and Charlotte are last. I cannot see them doing that version of Hell in a Cell before Roman... And Cody, so that is going to be a tough act for Rhea and Charlotte to follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say this though: if you're going to take down the bloodline at this at this pay per view, mm-hmm. if you're going to blow it up, their status is the top heel faction on the show for a while. You got to put somebody up there, and if you let Judgment Day go. Three for three, four for four. If they, you know, if they get Slim Diesel in that match, mm-hmm. then you can make that argument that this was the Judgment Day Rising, and they're set to be the new dominant force in wrestling. And now Cody has right a, vi- a villain, villain that he knows that they've worked. Him and Finn worked together. They know each other. I don't think they work together. They know each other well enough through other people, I'm sure. Right. Because you've got a lot of story to tell there, but now that now you're able to tell because you can tell about and talk about New Japan. You Absolutely. can talk about like that now on the wrestling program. Yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, I just think that gives you, if you want to take the spotlight off the bloodline and give them time off, let them recoup, come back with something, you have a ready-made way of pushing somebody right there, and in one fell swoop, you take Judgment Day from mid-tier to top-tier in in two nights, and you have your, your next six months written. Right. You, you, could, do, you could do Finn Cody if you, if you go that direction, and it, and it writes itself. Finn, I mean, you have him having to fight Punishment. You have him having to fight Dom. Dom. Ripley, Ripley cheating every now and then, jumping in from behind. Now let's dive into this tag division. We have some kind of a bunch of people wrestling match with Strowman, Ricky, Street Profits, Alpha. There was no real program there. Viking Raiders. Who needs to win this? Braun Ricochet. Did they need to break up the Street Profits? Yes. Can they keep them together and have them wrestle singles matches? They could. Will they try that? I doubt it because they only have three or four stories they're willing to tell. There's no, no, you're exactly right. There is no reason you have to split a tag team up as far as they don't have to hate each other for them to wrestle singles and just decide, hey, we both want to try our singles career out. Mm -hmm. We're still going to have each other's back as singles wrestlers. Right. 
that's yeah. not how they do it. No, no, they can't tell that story because that's not a story that's been told before. And you can only tell one of the set stories that's been told before. <laughs> okay, now we have another similar match. I, I think it'll be a good match, too. I think it'll be, you know, like they should be these crazy. Oh, no, uh, great. Those guys will have a ball. Yeah. Liv, Raquel, Natty, Shotzi, Ronda, Shayna, somebody else. Does, does somebody need to – Ronda and Shayna win, right? Well, yeah. That that would be the that would be the real the real result. <laughs> the other four girls out in the ring and Shayna and Sean and Shayna and uh, Ronda Rock walked out and I was like, man, there's not many times I'd take two against four, but I'd take two against four right there. It would be close, right? You've got to snap arms and be done with yeah. it. Ruin people. And I think that's the way they'll go. I think that I think it's the way it should go. I yeah, mean, some. Not? They're the best fighters. Having them together, you know, Ronda, you're paying yeah. Ronda. She might as well be there. Yeah. I like I like if they let Shayna talk and Ronda just look pissed off and angry and have her say something mean every once in a while. She's a natural heel. Right. She needs to get with that and throw herself into it for the next six months of being like, just be the bad guy. Right. You'll like it more. Yeah, it's absolutely. Absolutely. Gunther, Sheamus, Drew, the lead-in, what did you think? I love it. Love every bit of it. Want every bit of it. It's going to be a – that's going to be – you need to bring JR back just to say slobber knocker. Right. Who needs to win? Sheamus. Who will that's win? Story. Drew McIntyre. I feel like Sheamus needs to win badly, and I'm, I fear Drew will win. I think yes. Gunther needs to lose because I think Gunther need. If your champion overall is a face, Gunther needs to be available to go after that. Yes, and I he, agree completely. Right, and I feel like Sheamus. Look, Drew can always be a champion at any level. Sheamus has earned through the same way Seth Rollins has earned a right to be a champion in, in the yes. near future. Sheamus has earned the right to be a champion. In the near future, we know that the time for Sheamus to be the champ champ is probably gone because there's just too many people right now at the bottleneck that could be the world champ. I would, but I would say, I'll say this right now I would have no problem with it. Oh, I'd love it. L love it after this, especially after this last year. Absolutely, because he's had, you know, the top two matches of the week in WWE now for a year. Yeah. Every week. You know, whoever's wrestling, doesn't matter. Now. Right. Now, let's move into Bex, Lita, Trish Stratus versus Damage Control, the program. Yeah, fun. Fun nostalgia, mate. I, I don't hate it. I don't okay. hate it. I like that EO and Dakota are getting their moment at first with two, with really three legends, four if you count Bailey, which I do. I feel like who needs to win? Damage control. Yeah. Who's going to win? The Legends. The Legends, because that's the WrestleMania match right there. Right. That's, that's something that's between two other matches to give people a palate cleanser. Right. But, man, damage control needs a win. Yeah. If they don't, then they need to figure out a way. I, I don't know. I mean, I like damage control. I don't want to break up. And I, you know what? A heel faction doesn't always have to win, but man, yeah, you know it's it's hard when every time they lose, yeah, you know, have a fourth person come out, 
Yeah. Maybe the, the WrestleMania surprise. Maybe they get Kyrie back or somebody crazy like that and, and bring her in. Or Actually, what would be interesting, let's do this. Uh, Bianca versus Asuka. Asuka. Asuka needs to win. Asuka needs to win, and Asuka should win. I don't know what they're going to do. I actually think that one's kind of 50-50 right now. I don't know if they know who's going to win that match yet. Right. Because if Bianca wins, is it just a speed bump or is it a derailment? See, and I think it's time to give Asuka her moment. And I think Triple H thinks that too. You did a whole character change. Yeah. Hit the character change, get her all the way up there, and then have her lose. I just, that's bad booking. Right. If she were to lose... Having her go into damage control would make sense. Yes. On Monday night, damage control come out. They didn't like what happened. They jumped somebody, and then they turn right around, and Asuka comes out and helps them. That's the only thing I could see. It would it would make them more formidable, and it would uh, kind of cleanse your palate if you were frustrated with the fact that Asuka, which I would be frustrated if she were to lose, is it a derailment of Bianca if she loses? No. It's just a speed bump. She gets the belt she's back gonna, this year. She's gonna, you could run that back match back at SummerSlam. Bianca's going to have the belt in it. Bianca's going to have the belt multiple times. Right. She is a star. Right. Taking the, having, all that does is, again, give her another great rivalry. You know, it's starting to build up her rogues gallery. Right. Like any good superhero, you're only as good as your villains. Right. That you have to draw on when you need somebody to compete with. Also, they could use somebody as a heel champion like Becky did to help build the to to help build the babyface side of the division again. Yes. And get it back up to where it should be. Theory versus Cena. They're gonna lead off WrestleMania with Cena's music. That's gonna be awesome. Yes. It's gonna yes. be awesome. I feel I'll just jump in. I feel like Theory needs that win. Oh, I think so. Do you think Golden Shovel will let it go? I don't see how on earth they book Theory to win that match. And I don't see John Cena ever holding a US championship belt again. So how does it yeah, dude? Right. Strike Captain? Is it a disqualification on the first match of WrestleMania? Is it In, Dave Batista runs out and we get Marvel versus DC? Oh, yes. Yes. Dressed like Drax. Yes. Peacemaker versus Drax. That's what we need at SummerSlam. I don't think we're getting it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I assume that Cena wins, but I. I think Theory needs that win. What if The Rock came out and rock bottom Cena and ran out and, and walked out and it's like I would come out to beat Cena. I wouldn't come out to wrestle Roman. Oh, that would hurt too. <laughs> or it, you could actually now. That's a great idea. You could actually just hit The Rock's music. And The Rock not come out. Cena turn and look, and boom, he gets hit with the A-Town down. And and then, you know, that would really make Theory the heel too, right? Yes. If he, I like that one, actually. If he makes 90,000 people think The Rock's coming and he don't. And then take it. And yeah. Take it away. <laughs> All 
almost and Lesnar, do you like the lead up? I guess. I mean, it's a weird match. I don't know. It's one of those matches that's either going to be awesomely spectacular or spectacularly awful. There is no middle ground on this match. I think the more important question is, is the over-under on this five minutes or not? From the bell ring. Oh, it's it's four. Four-minute match? Four-minute match. And two of those minutes, they're not going to touch each other. No, they're just going to circle each other. I think that I think that Brock, you know, they, the legend is that the last time Brock was at Raw or whatever, when him and Omos were head-to-head, he, didn't, he, he left the car running. He got there right as it was time for him to walk out. He walked straight to Gorilla, walked out there, did the thing with Omos, went back, got in his car, and left. That's very Brock. That's on Brown. And if that's true, then I don't see him being too invested in all of this. Mm-hmm. And that... Brock can be funny. Now, I do think that we know almost had a good match with Braun. So mm-hmm. there, it's possible to be a good match. But Brock has to be into it. Who wins? Brock. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Now, Seth and Logan. You like the program? Uh, I don't like Logan Paul. I don't and- like Seth getting knocked out. Every time he's out there. No, it's cheap. Yeah. And the titanium hand that Logan Paul supposedly has reminds me so much of when Lex Luger supposedly had the metal in his elbow. Yes. And he, that thing gimmick. Right. And I, I, I didn't like that then. Well, it's not how those things work. You're not Wolverine jackass. It means your hand will fall apart if you get it too hard. Right. And, and I, I just, I've never, like when the big show hit somebody, I didn't have a problem with them going out. No, because if that dude hits you, he's had boxing training. If that dude hits you in the head, you're going to sleep. Right. I, other than that, I don't really. I didn't I, when they had Tank Abbott in WCW. I didn't like that as a finisher, and he was a legit fighter. I just don't like a right cross being a finisher. I think it's. I don't like it. The women's right. I kind of almost take as an except because her arms are so like her wingspan. Makes that move look so for good. a female, especially right. It really good. Yeah, I'll accept that. I just I, I don't like it. And now I will say this though, God love him. Seth is just he's selling those things. Oh, dude, he, you can tell that there's a little bit of a uh, Shawn Michaels thing going on. Yes, I want to make you look stupid by how much I sell this. <laughs> <laughs> But they set it up so good. Like last time they set it up so good because he does the jump onto the two guys and then he turns into it and gets clocked. Now it'll be interesting to see how they play it because I think Seth goes over. God, I can't imagine Logan Paul going over. But I mean, how many times? Paul's going to win this match, Kevin. (laughs) Quit quit denying the reality of this situation. (sighs) Logan Paul's going to win this match. Jesus. I will be so happy and so surprised, but I just do not. If Seth Rollins loses this match, then they better have him the world champion next year wrestling Roman Reigns going into Mania. That's the only way they could pay him back. (laughs) Because, dude, really? Uh, 
Well, that'd be last year you got beat by one armed man, and this year you're getting beat by a, a, a reality star. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great match until he loses. All right. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, the Usos. First of all, what do you think about the program? Huh? Match of the whole weekend. Mm. Yeah. Because of the emotion, it's going to have the storytelling. All four of these guys are very invested. Yeah. Canada versus Pensacola, one of the greatest rivalries. Of all time. All time. It's always been this. Always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. I dude, I feel like okay, first of all, this program has been magical. And Kevin Owens summed it up so well at the end of SmackDown when he said, you know, the MVP of this year has been you. You know, when he said on Raw, you outdrew the bloodline, you outdrew Cody, you know, you out everybody knows that mm-hmm. you're the biggest thing in this company right this second. You know, you, maybe I can't walk up to somebody on the street and them know your name compared to Roman or compared to The Rock or compared to, you know, what. But you're the guy right mm-hmm. now in this company. And it is so true. And it stinks that they, in a way, WrestleMania should be the reward for who's the best. But because you have to decide these things so far out, sometimes. You do get the Brian Danielson natural build. You do get the Kofi Kingston pseudo pretty close to natural build. But sometimes the decision with like a Cody is made so far out that you can't pivot. And Cody is the right guy for this moment. He is because of the other story. But this is a story that's been a year in the making, whereas what Sammy's doing is so organic. Mm -hmm. And, And luckily you do have a second thing to pivot to right here and give us because you're right this match is going to be incredible well and and if again if you're i think the better i think the better story was sammy versus roman i just Mm -hmm. think the better storytelling story is sammy versus roman i get the cody story I like the Cody story. It is a real story. They didn't have to conjure something whole cloth here. Mm-hmm. That whole Roman is the kid he wishes he had. I'm the kid he got. Is is there's some there's some meat there that you could really sink into. But you know, if you're if you're and I think this has been wrestling's problem for the last twenty years, they don't capitalize on moments. They don't go with the flow. Where the people are moving, it's always six months later, three months when it's passed. They always miss the. It's always they try to bring it when it, when everybody's done with it. Right. And it's going to be a great moment, the the Cody match. But I, to me, Kevin and Sammy holding those belts up. If that winds up being the match before Roman. And Cody, I can't see that. It's got to be night one, right? Yeah, night one. That again, that's a hard match to follow. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine, like, because the the emotions there. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really hard to get that crowd back up because that's, that's your last match Monday night. Yeah, it, 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 it yeah, it should be, but it they're not going to do that. 
they're going to have Charlotte and Ripley out there. That's a disservice to Charlotte and Ripley. It is. It is. Um, because you know, it's like following, it's, that's following Hendricks, man. Yeah. You follow Hendricks and you don't follow James Brown. Or Sammy and Kevin Owens and the Usos. So, no, not after the emotional, year-long storytelling build-up. Three years with Kevin Owens coming back into this after he was one of the first you know, guys against the bloodline. Yeah. Should have won. Should have won. Right. Right. Now we get to Cody and Roman. Who wins? Cody. Cody. Cody wins the end of an era. What do you think of the program? Oh, it has been. Cody Rhodes' promo delivery in this has been top. Tops. Best, best promos of his career have been delivered building up to this feud. And Roman has been spot on the whole time. Yeah. And you got Paul Heyman to come in there and shore it up. Right. Now, if this is it, what do we think of this aspect of Roman's heel turn from the last three years, this program? If they do this right, it's a great ending to that story arc. Okay. My problem in in with a lot of this stuff, they have an opportunity here, if they can do it, to end this correctly. And what they forget in wrestling a lot of times, too, is it does starting great is good. Having a great hot middle is excellent. But how you end things matters. And they blow the ending on so many of these things where it just ruins the rest of Like, it backslides, ruins the things in front of it because you didn't end it correctly. How you would that, how would that be wrong? How how what would be a wrong ending? Wrong ending on this one would be probably Roman going over here and dragging it out another six months or something like that. Or uh, that's probably your only real bad ending here. Or some gimmicky ending where it's not Cody really overcoming the odds, being the you know. It needs to be Cody standing there, having slain the giant. You know, right? He, he doesn't he need Sammy and Kevin to help him. Yeah, he needs to win this thing by himself. Yes, and I, I think you're right. I think they've told the story really well. I don't know that Roman needed about a a year ago or whatever. And, and when you think about the length of this whole program altogether from him turning heel to now, it's been a long time. And there did reach a time in there where it was like, oh, man, it's, I'm getting a little tired of it. It's it's great still, but when does it end? And then Sammy came along. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole story got this wonderful shot in the arm. And then they were able to, even though it's not as good maybe as it would be if we could just keep going with Sammy, they have been able to pivot this. We have gotten, it is amazing how well Cody, how much more Cody fits in WWE than he did in his own company. Mm -hmm. He is so much more a superstar than he is an AEW guy. It, It was always the Cody verse. And WWE is Cody verse esque mm-hmm. anyway. You know, I, I I think that Roman has 
the Roman Reigns character is the most... I've always said that the Daredevil Hell's Kitchen version on Marvel Netflix was the best thing comic books ever had for adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, Roman is the best thing we could have had for us in this time. Yes. He fits the time period perfectly. In a way, I think that it kind of mirrors some of that because even though Roman is the centerpiece of every episode, we still learn the stories of the bit characters so much that they become more than bit characters, which Mm -hmm. is the way Daredevil told the stories. Yes. And, and, and any good stories told like that, first of all. I, I'm just utilizing it. You can't you can't hang your star on one character. You've got to have other people to reflect that light back and be interesting and to not oversaturate you with one person. And there's so many complex complexities to Kevin Owens. There's complexities to Sami yeah. Zayn. There's complexities to Cody as a character. There's complex like when Roman says, you know, you started your own company and you still couldn't get over there. It's kind of true. You know, it's kind of true. It works. The best thing that work is when it's kind of true. Roman's complexities, the way he pours out the machismo and all of that, and then he shows you the insecurities. And there's so much depth to what he's doing. It's so freaking good. And the way in his matches, he thinks he's got it won. And then whenever somebody puts puts back the fo- the effort to kick out multiple times and, and push back against him, he begins to start to doubt himself. And then, of course, you know he winds up pushing through that and winning usually, or his buddies help, whatever. It is so freaking good. Here is the real question. Post this, if he loses, can he recreate this magic without a belt? Because he has not had to do that. I I think he can. I think he can now. Because he's gotten it. He's gotten that character so ingrained in people's heads, that's who he is. Belt, no belt, that's who Roman Reigns is now. I think so. The, The stage is set for that. If he wants to roll through and do that, do does Cody who is the next challenge for Cody post this? Is it some That's form of book huh? Day. Judgment I think Day. that would be the, the smart <laughs> that one. Gunter. If you take the belt off Gunter, you're gonna have to build Gunter back up before he can come out there and be the world champion. Whereas Finn's ready to go. Yeah, Finn's ready to go. Finn, if you, and the rest of day, and the rest of Judgment Day gets their jobs done, they look perfectly legitimate coming out there and calling Cody Rhodes out night one. If Randy comes back, I don't do. Do you feed him to Cody right out the shoot? No, 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 no. Let I don't. Uh, Randy was a babyface when he left. Yeah, dude. Okay. But Randy could be anything you wanted to be anytime you wanted to be it. Yeah. Because that's one you got in your pocket. He can walk out there, shake the guy's hand, tell him I'm happy for you, hug him, and then RKO him, and we're off to the races. You don't need yep. that right away. I think Finn Balor is the right call. I think you're right. Is Cody, do, do you keep the belt on Cody for a year? Does Cody lose the belt or something next year? Do you split the belts up? I split the belts. 
because you need a guy on both shows. You shenanigans it? Maybe, yeah. When do you split them up? SummerSlam. Yeah. You know when it'd be easy to split them up? When? Survivor Series. Would be. It'd be easy to split them up Survivor Series. You have somebody from the Raw roster help a Raw character out. Cody wins almost, or vice versa, whatever. Where does Roman's reign in this program since rank in the history of wrestling? Is in it, the past twenty years, it's the best. Since Austin. Since Austin. Okay. I have no, I have no problem saying that, and that's as far as keeping the belt relevant for a, that period of time. Making that belt the super, making the big belt the superstar, and staying the superstar, never having to really go to somebody else. The the way they changed it up through the whole time period, the stories they told with it, nah, nah, there's not. You're not going to find much better than that. Interesting too, in that Austin had to lose the belt and keep chasing for it to stay interesting, mm-hmm. and Roman has not had to do that. No, Roman was able to sit on the top of the mountain and be interesting that way. Right. Um, take That's it. Hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. Hogan, uh, Hogan as NWO, as great as that was, it was old pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mega Powers was pretty interesting. Huh? Faster than people remember it taking. Oh yeah, and the Mega Powers was really cool, but it was a flash. You know, Dead Dusty Rhodes getting his leg broke by by the by the four horsemen. That was really yeah. cool, but that was six months. You six know that, months. right? You know, Three. uh, and uh fl- program. right? And Flair, you know, he would have the belt most of the time, but he'd have to lose it sometimes here and there to in order to keep it alive. This has been a pretty unique scenario. Free bird compared to like. A bunch of, you know, three-minute rock songs. Wow. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> Freebird. You went with Freebird. That's awesome. That Freebird has like a five-minute guitar solo in it. <laughs> dude, thank you so much. Yeah, dude, that was great. All right. It'll be a great show. Yeah, dude, I got new edition on Friday night. In New Orleans. Then I'm coming home, watch the two manias. You know, hopefully we'll have a little thing over here on Saturday. Pepsi Phil? Yes. Yes. Okay. Pepsi Phil. That's Anhausen calls punk. Yes. Let me let me know this. Um what do you think of this little weird thing that just happened with Punk and the, the tweet he sent out or whatever, and then he just immediately deleted it right as they were talking about him coming back? I have no idea what Punk's deal is, dude. I don't know. Either that guy is a really stand-up guy and everybody else is a bunch of schmucks, or that guy's a schmuck and everybody else is just having to put up with him. I don't know which it is. Well, I don't think Punk lies. I don't think so. It doesn't seem because nobody has like puts receipts on him for that shit usually. No, I think he tells his version of the truth. Yeah, and it's very his version yeah. of the truth. 
but I don't think he lies. And I didn't have a problem with when, when he said, I think that like when I say he tells his version of the truth, the whole thing with he wanted to do the Rocky three story, but he wouldn't lose to me. Well, no, if he wanted to do the Rocky three story, he absolutely was going to lose to you. He just wasn't yeah. going to do it on a Wednesday night. He was going to do it at the pay-per-view. Yes. He's going to squash you, and then you're going to have the Rocky story where you come back and win. And it's not Mox's fault. You didn't watch the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, dude. I, see, this is where I have a real problem with him. When you said I've never seen a Rocky movie, it's hard for me to take you seriously as a person after that. Right. And I'm just going to say it. I mean, he. I love I love him a lot of the time. But when you, you're like, you're dissing Rocky movies, man. You're, you're crossing lines there, buddy. What's he got against Mr. T? I don't know, dude. Clubber Lang, man. Hungry young champion. Right. Look for his moment, dude. Pete has a prediction for this match. Pain. <laughs> On that note, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to Go Home Heat. Check out our friends at the Game Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. Check out our friends at Daily Smart, your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling. And...